I want to welcome you all as we gather this morning to worship together and pray. Whenever we come as a community of faith, we come to do two things. One, to give thanks to God for the blessings we've received, and also to pray for ourselves. Those of you who have had a very good week, we're grateful to God for the blessings. And those who have had a rough week, we join you in prayer, asking God for healing, and for strength that you have a better week next week. So as we come today, that's why we come here to worship, to uplift each other, and also to pray for one another. I saw the story of one of the priests who was living in the country parish, who woke up in the morning to go and pick up his newspapers and found there was a dead horse in his backyard. So he called the city health council to come and take the horse, to which some on the other side on the line said, well, Father, we heard stories that you Catholics take care of your own dead. Can you take and give him a Christian funeral? The priest said, well, we always do, but not at all times. For this time, I would like to meet the next of kin in the health department and give him my condolence and a blessing. Of course, as Christians, our story is Christ being our light always invites us to see everything in that line of the light of Christ. What enlightens your day? How do you begin your day and how do you end your day? Where was the light of Christ in your day? Today, I want us to focus on what I can say on the second reading which is St. Paul's letter to Philemon, which I believe many of us have no idea where that is in the Bible. Some of us know where this letter is found in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Now we have homework. When we go back, I want you to open your Bible and look for this letter to Philemon. It is the shortest letter Paul has ever written. In fact, it's only one chapter. You can easily miss it. So I'm going to challenge you today when you go back home, I want to open those Bibles and look for it. It's in the letters, but I won't tell you where it is because I want you to look down and find it. So you can sit with your family and read it. It's only 25 verses. You can do it in five minutes. So the letter to Philemon, which we read today, it began that when St. Paul, on one of some of his journeys he did in Asia Minor, he came across a person called Philemon. And Philemon was a rich merchant. And because of Paul's influence and friendship, he became a Christian. And once he became a Christian, he opened up his home to be a meeting place for Christians in Colossae, where he was living. So faith grew, and all the believers met in his house for prayer and worship, and reading of scripture. But Philemon had a slave called Onesimus. So Onesimus stole from Philemon and ran to Rome. When he went to Rome, of course, he must have committed another crime which ended him into prison. And in prison, he met Paul. So the slave who ran away now is in prison with Paul. Of course, if in prison, everyone, no one has plans of living soon, what do you do? 
Yeah, he get to know each other, try to get along. So in their conversation, Paul explained to him who he was, what he was doing. He shared the gospel with him. And Onesimus was set on fire and asked to be baptized. And Paul baptized him. So their friendship became really, really close. That they began opening up about their past, their lives. To which Onesimus tells Paul, well, I was a slave of Philemon. And of course, that moment, Paul say, Philemon, the rich merchant from Colossae, I know him, he's my friend. He say, if you want, since you're now a Christian and you've repented, I'll write you a letter to take to him that he may welcome you back. And so it's the letter we have to Philemon. So when Paul was in prison, his life in Rome, his life wasn't the best. His life was becoming fragile, was getting weak. But that did not stop him from helping others. That did not stop him from caring for others. And it did not stop him from his mission to evangelize. He used the prison to connect Philemon to Christ. He used the prison to connect Onesimus to Christ and also connect Onesimus to Philemon. He used that moment to evangelize, but also he was still aware of his mission. In our gospel today, Jesus is telling us that if we cannot embrace our crosses, we are not worthy of the name Christians. All of us, we have crosses in our lives. So the question is, what is your cross? And what is a cross? A cross can be seen as a bridge. It can be seen as a ladder, connecting things, connecting people. That's why when you see the cross of Christ, it connects the heaven and earth. That's what the cross of Christ does, connects heaven and earth. But it also connects human beings, bring them together. It connects different lands together. So our crosses must have the element of connecting. How are we connecting with others through our crosses? How are we using our crosses to connect someone to Christ and bring about forgiveness and reconciliation? Because Paul used the prison, his cross, to bring about reconciliation between Onesimus and Philemon. He used this prison as a cross to connect and bring about healing between these two people, Christians now. All of us, we have our different crosses. How are we using them? How are we are seeing them as a connecting moment of healing? Maybe between your relatives, maybe between your friends. I know a parishioner who has been going through a lot in his life but he, all his life, two of his kids never talked to each other. And he's dying, on his dying bed, these two were able to come and reconcile. After this, he passed away within three days. But he was the happiest when he was dying. He says, at least my sons are reconciled. My children can stay, live in peace. She saw her suffering as a source to reconcile his kids. 
As Christians, we always have crosses, but the question is, the crosses are meant to allow God to work through them. Let us see God in our struggles. Each one of us has a cross. That's why we come here to pray for one another, to encourage one another in our struggles, in our strength, that we allow the power of God to be revealed in what's going through in our lives. So let us ask God for the blessings today that as we begin the new week, let us know that Christ leads us with his cross, goes ahead of us, and is inviting us to not be afraid, but embrace whatever comes our way in the power of the cross. The Lord be with you.